0: Now that we have the important things out of the way, my name is Aditya, and welcome back, welcome back to Green for Your Brain. I am so sorry, I am having a stroke apparently. It's actually very late at night, it's 2.40 and I should be sleeping but I am an insomniac and I don't sleep very easy so I'm here recording another podcast. That's not to say that I have been recording podcast for that very purpose I actually do have a sense of direction with this podcast I just haven't been able to apply that yet I'm still learning okay I've done this just 15 times I'm still learning so that being said let's come back to the topic for today and that is psychology psychology ology basically means study of, and psych actually means mind and psychology together becomes the study of the mind i think that everyone should study psychology very recently i started watching professor peterson's lectures because they're all uploaded for free on youtube that man is an absolute genius and an absolute legend for doing that man you get all his lectures basically for free i mean he is a world renowned psychologist what else do you want i know that let's not go off on a tangent over here but very recently i started watching his courses i have i think almost finished personality his course on personality and i think that everyone should at some point in their life start studying psychology not only will It help you understand other people better but at least it will help you understand yourself a lot better it will help you appreciate many other things a lot more and that's what I have been finding I have found art a lot more interesting for the first time in my life I stared at a painting for two hours straight just noticing more things about the painting and about the artist and just absolutely losing my mind about it this podcast is going to be about how you basically form stories in your own mind because that's how you are i'll give you a very short brief and first of all i am not a psychologist and this was not what i was going to talk about i just decided that i'm going to talk about that but i think that it's very interesting this is the reason why we all tell our stories this is the reason why we are creators and this is the reason why we make things even if it's music it all comes down to this to these couple of facts okay i will give you a condensed summary first of all and then we will go on ahead with the detailed versions okay so what happens is that we basically have two forms of reality and the truth as Mr. Peter- as Professor Peterson would say. What happens is that you are a person who wakes up every morning, brushes your teeth, has a breakfast with the family, sits around on a nice table, wears their clothes and then go on to work right but that's not what a human being is supposed to do a human being is a very complex animal because after all it is an animal our brain is built up in such a way that we were supposed to live in trees eat fruits or vegetables uh, or meat depending upon which part of the world you were in and uh, how evolved you were and stay away from snakes and all the other threats. But because we are so smart, we traded our, uh, I can say, physical performance with our ability to be mentally stronger and our ability to think and we traded that. We developed an intellect, reduced our bodies in size and here we are now. We are smarter but we are weaker physically. We, we no longer have the ability to let's say climb trees or run away from a predator but now we can build houses and fend them away but this does a lot of things to your mind actually you see you're not supposed to be this way you're not supposed to think this way you're not supposed to sit in front of metal and plastic and look at a screen that's glowing at the middle of the night and that has resulted in some very complex ways i've always said that human beings are spiders that have spun webs of relationships and that have basically complexed all of us and that's how things are but you see what happens is now you have to deal with this now you can't go back now you can't go back to the jungle and you can't go back to being the you that you were because now that's abnormal and that gives leaves us in a very peculiar state we are not in a natural state but we are so far away from a natural state in the terms of millions of years that now we can't go back over there and this has resulted in all of our thoughts being very weird and all of our perceptions and warnings being wired according to an instinct which we have forgotten. Let's say for example, and this is a classic Professor Peterson example, okay. Let's say that there are snakes around you. Okay, let's forget that for a second. Let's say that you are facing danger. Okay in the animal world, what are the dangers? Sorry. In the animal world, what are the de- dangers that you might be facing or that you might have to face? You might have to fend off predators. You might be afraid of the dark because that's a very scary place. You should be afraid of fights because if you fall, you die more or less and that's about it right? You don't have to worry about not getting a promotion or not having enough money saved so that you could last a pandemic right because these are the things that modern humans have to think about and worry about but that's not how nature works nature works that you survive today and you leave tomorrow for tomorrow and that's what many i would say adolescents who have not matured emotionally and mentally do right if you're an adolescent you don't care about the future you don't want to sit around and study things because you would rather enjoy today that's the philosophy that even paulo colo wrote about in the alchemist that if i enjoy today then why do i need to go away to be better prepared for future because i'm fine today right and what happens is that now we are facing another found danger now we are facing financial issues now we are facing pandemics now we are facing let's say threats which we cannot comprehend through our natural brains and we, intell- and we use our intellectual brains to tackle them. And our brain is smarter than we give it credit. Our brain understands things which we don't understand directly. For example, there is this absolute mind-boggling sense phenomena called nominative determinism and i will be making a podcast about this very soon so nominative determinism is a known fact that people tend to gravitate towards jobs which suit their name and that is very weird but the most classic example of this is Yusin Bolt and him running that's beautiful I think but that in a way demonstrates that we are so much more than just a body and a mind and our own thoughts we are more than just people with free will because ultimately there is no free will I am sure you know all about the company that sold ex-president Trump the big five data so that he could manipulate the American people into voting for him and that's a whole different debate for some other day but that is how you are you are not a person in control of yourself you are influenced by stuff because you are stuff you get influenced you make decisions which you don't actually make they are made some way deeper inside your mind for you let's put it that way So coming back to our example once again so now you're in the corporate world and if you've ever heard we associate danger with jungles and because the jungle is an unknown place we don't know what lies over there what might attack us when it also has opportunities to hunt and go for food so we always call call it the corporate jungle right if you look at any symbol let's say for any uh, symbology or even a suggestion for anything remotely associated to danger it will always appear snake-like to you. You call people who are not your friends to you who are acting like their friends on your face but are backbiters you call them what snakes because that is what we associate danger with. When we look at new opportunities, we often symbolize them with a rising sun. And when we think that something is evil, there's always going to be long spires and pointed things around there because they remind us of the fangs, of the snakes that were around us. Whenever we think of something witchy or evil, or mischievous there is always going to be either a full moon or a crescent moon and all of this is because psychologically we are animals who have adapted to things around nature we have a brain that works on nature but we have taken that out of the nature and put it in a world where none of that makes any sense So it's trying to make sense of all of this and it can because it's very damn good at its job but it has to use those symbolisms. We find small babies adorable but we also find any mammals adorable we find any baby adorable but why? why do we take a look at the picture of let's say jack jack when he is a normal baby and think oh that's so cute but we think oh my god that's a demon when we think of when we see him spitting fire and horns above his head and his skin has turned bright red the definition of cute is very simply defined in psychology if you have symmetrical features big eyes small limbs and you make helpless noises and helpless movement you appear to be cute that's about it that's the the definition of cute in psychology that's the definition of cute in your own mind actually that's how you perceive cuteness if anything is cute has big eyes is symmetrical and makes helpless movements you think oh that's so cute because that's how we learn to care for our own human babies because otherwise we'd just chuck them in the bin an extra amount to feed why do we need to care for that and this is the reason why we tell stories because many a times our brain sees a threat that is so great and so apparent that it's going to come at us but we don't just see it we don't see it we ignore it entirely and we more or less just walk away from it because consciously we are always very limited attention focused people we have a very selective attention very selective focus i'm sure you have seen that experiment in which there's a basketball team passing balls to each other and there's a gorilla that walks right in front of the court you absolutely miss it because you don't pay attention to it that's just how we are we are selectively perceiving but when we look at um, sorry when we look at threats it registers somewhere in our brain and it associates the threat and it tries to communicate with you now the brain can communicate with you not in words because that would be ridiculous that is pointless and that is inefficient you recognize pictures much more easily than you would recognize words pictures convey meanings much faster than they would convey than words would convey you know a picture is worth a a picture is worth a thousand words once again it's too late okay i'm tired okay i'm sorry i i may be fumbling but i swear i'm going to do this okay i i'm fine so all of those things aside when yeah like I was saying we see all of these things and we directly associate them with danger or with something that we I'm so sorry like I was saying we associate pictures and we understand them much more easily so that's what our brain does it tells us things in pictures it tells us things in dreams and every dream more or less has meaning it tries to tell you something and that's the whole Freudian thing once again but we will discuss this at some point in the future someday okay the thing is that our mind perceives things much faster than we consciously do and when it comes to life in general the artists are valued and the storytellers are valued because they understand the fundamental truths much much earlier than the conscious scientists do and they invariably tell these things to each other at very separate times. Let me try to explain this with an example have you heard that Einstein's famous relativity experiments and his most famous uh, equation that energy is equal to mass times the speed of light squared, right? and that is his magnum opus, not his magnum opus I I would say that is his most popular work, but he, he got that idea in a dream he said he saw himself going down I think he was snowboarding downwards and he saw matter dissipate into light or something like that. And that is what encouraged him to do the research and transport that in words more or less. That is how we are, that is how we humans are, we know things first and we act on them later. And this is very interesting for multiple reasons this is why we still to this to this day celebrate art and artists and storytellers because they tell us the fundamental truth a lot earlier than the scientists do this is the reason why we tell stories i'll give you one more example and then i would call this a day and end the podcast because i know that it's 19 minutes almost now and i'm sure none of you are listening to this But another example to this is, um, let's take the example of nature or better yet, let's take the example of the Bible or every single religion that there is, okay. In every single religion, there is a story of someone being cast out of the heaven, which is the safe place where you get all the nourishment you need and you don't age. So basically all of your fears have gone away and someone gets kicked out of there for sharing something with the mass that is the humans for example God in Christianity judo Christianity religions kicks out Lucifer who is literally the bringer of light. Lucy uh, refers to light and Lucifer is ultimately the bringer of light because He refused to serve mankind and he just wanted to serve one person that is a fair warning against totalitarian stuff and that the precursor to that is because he gave light to the humans and that pushed him out out. and for that reason he was kicked out of heaven Uh, another example is that prometheus was cast out of heaven and punished for for an eagle to eat his liver for the rest of the time every single day it would regrow for giving humans the fire and I'm not going into the entire detail over here in fact I'm going to skip all of them but that is actually a precursor warning to socialism that why we need to have this divide and things like that so you can see how our minds and our brains tell us things which we understand in images but the concepts are so far away and so different that we cannot place them in words let's let's look at it this way i'll give the summary of this entire podcast in just one sentence and i'll be out of your hair okay because There are many concepts for which we have words now, but we didn't have words for them a couple thousand years ago. Let's say socialism, capitalism, GDP for example, infant mortality rate. These are things which we understand now, but we didn't understand them a long time ago. But that doesn't mean that that isn't the truth. That is the truth. That is the fundamental reality that there is a society, that there are people around you that the social good needs to come before the individual good right and because we didn't have these words and we would not have been able to explain all of these things to each other and elaborate them to each other and basically fundamentally explain them then how would we teach all of these things to our future generations? We tell stories, we make pictures, we make art that shows images of something that our brains understand immediately but our conscious mind takes long long time to understand that. And that is why i think everyone should study psychology because once you know how all of these things work what the mechanics are behind all of these things you would be able to do the very same thing you would be able to understand the messages that are being given to you a lot more easier and you would be able to send your own messages out in the world in many more creative ways for them to like the things that you create And I know that this entire podcast sounds like a whole lot of mess. And if you're not interested in psychology, this would all sound like a lot of baloney to you. You're not going to understand any of this and you're not going to accept any of this. That is another thing that human beings have in common. They refuse to accept things they don't understand. But that kept aside, this is the reason why everyone should study psychology. I highly highly recommend that you go on YouTube and you search up Professor Jordan B. Peterson and you listen to his podcasts and watch his lectures they're all available for free and that's the beauty of this thing you can understand all of this thing and I think you should so this is me signing off I know that none of you are listening to this if you're listening to this come follow me on instagram at splashes of ink and hit me up i want to know if you actually did listen to all of this okay and i'll see you in the next one bye